Hello and welcome to Activate Your Intuition. I'm your host, Gabrielle, a spirit channel, psychic, Akashic record reader, and psychic development coach. And I'm here to help you activate this thing they call intuition. A thing that isn't something that you're learning or becoming, it's something that you're remembering that you are. Each of us are deeply intuitive at our core. We are deeply connected to the cosmic realm all around us. And our intuition lets us access that wider range of knowledge that we might not see every day. And that's why I created this podcast for you. A place where I chat about my own messages and downloads, a place where I talk to like-minded souls about their own journey, about finding their intuition, their psychic abilities, stepping into mediumship, stepping into becoming a healer. So if you're ready to come into this world with me, I am so grateful to have you here. So let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, my loves, and welcome to this week's podcast. I am so grateful to have you here because I have one of the most beautiful guests who I've been so blessed to journey with over the past six-ish months. Angela, she has been in my soul healer and to witness her growth has been such a deep honor of mine. She's taught me so much about my own intuition and development. So I'm so grateful to have you here today and welcome. Hello. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No worries at all. I'm so excited because I love your viewpoint on intuition because I feel like it's actually quite similar to mine and how we kind of work is actually quite similar seeing as you are really a channel. Like you and I both love trans channel. Like it's really your biggest gift. And I think that's what's so beautifully mirrored in us. And I think we should also dive into that today. So before I get carried away, which I always do, let's dive into our question that we always start with. Like, what does intuition mean to you? Intuition to me is something that sits within you. It's a deeper knowing, a knowing that what you're meant to do and where you're meant to go comes from within and not from your outside world it's trusting who you are where you're meant to be and trusting your guides and your ancestors and your spirit to guide you where you're going but most of all it's that trust of yourself that's so much do you mind explaining and telling the podcast a little bit about you yeah, sure. So as Gabrielle said, I'm Angela. I've been in her nine, well, her soul healer for probably the last six or seven months. Um, yeah. Coming into that, I really didn't know much about intuition, connecting with spirit guides or doing trans channeling. But as Gabrielle said, during this period of time, I have really delved within, connected to my intuition, connected to my guides, and now trans channel all the time, which is lots of fun. Um, so a bit about me, I am a Reiki healer and do readings, so psychic readings, 
and also a classic record reading, which is really fun. And really um, learning about delving into your emotions and going within to find answers um, and working through whatever blocks you have so you can be on your most divine path. That just like warms my heart when you talk about like using your gifts. Like it just makes my heart so happy. But I think what we should do is like kind of define what being a trans channel is. So can you describe in your own words like like what that means to you? Yes. So ultimately it is for me allowing messages to come through. So messages from spirit, from the universe or whatever you believe in to come through me to provide to other people or to provide to myself through allowing them to talk through me as a vessel. Mm, I love that so much. And I would love to just point out a few more things. Is that okay? Yeah. Absolutely. So like the biggest thing that I witnessed through your evolution of becoming a trans channel was the fact that so many people like trans channeling is a term that is traditionally used for mediumship when you embody the character of the person that we are reading, right? But yeah. how I witnessed you be a trans channel and now that I've witnessed you, I can see it in myself, right? Um, as that beautiful mirror is like, even trans channeling the Akasha, like your whole personality shifts when you do that. I don't know if you've watched the videos back of yeah. us in classes, but like how you shake and like you shake your head and your mannerisms change because we're taking on the energy of something other than ourselves. And it is the most beautiful surrender. Like to me, trans channel is like, I'm just fully surrendering, letting go, knowing that the universe planted me as a human to be here. So I'll come back. Like no one's taking over my body that doesn't even exist as mm-hmm. consciousness because you planted yourself in this human suit. So it just is becoming like that That's energy. Beautiful way to put it. And then it's allowing that energy to come through you to deliver what either yourself or someone else needs to hear. Yeah. And I think so many people mm-hmm. are scared of it. Did you have that fear when we like first started doing this? Well, to be fair, I didn't know I could do it until the first time I did it and didn't really know what I was doing until I watched that recording back and went, oh, okay. So there was a bit of fear. I think my biggest fear, though, was surrendering in general and surrendering to spirit and my own intuition more so than surrendering to allowing transcendling because I think that was just a step along the way. My biggest thing was actually moving through my own I wouldn't call them, well, they were fears, fears and blocks to being ultimately a psychic. Do you remember what you were scared of exactly? Like, do you remember like things you used to say in your head? Like, because so many people come to me with this and I know this is such a relevant topic to the podcast. Yeah. So I think my biggest fear was more around the external and what other people would think. Um, That's a big thing that I have worked through and now going ultimately this is me and I haven't changed I've just accepted who I am yeah um I think another biggest fear was not not knowing how to do it so I guess a part of it was that scared feeling of how to connect or what happens when someone talks to me or I hear something Mm. 
let's break that down. So you were scared of what other people thought. So we worked through that through shadow work. Can you, and I know you're such, you are so amazing at shadow work and witnessing you over the course of our time together has been so beautiful in understanding your lens of shadow work. Can you explain to the tribe what that is? Yeah, so ultimately shadow work to me is a reflection of what deep inside is blocking me to do something or to be where I want to be. And it's delving deep into where those shadows come from or where in my life have I felt a certain way to then accepting how I feel there to be able to move through it in the present moment because ultimately it's always a reflection of how you're feeling now to how you're feeling back then. So for me, shadow work's been a massive part of my life to accept everything within me as well. Yeah. So I think and I, I might have gone up, gone off a bit then. No, no, no. Perfect. And I think so many people, like I was just having this conversation just a little bit earlier how we do one thing in life, like if we start to do shadow work on our psychic gifts, right? Which is like so many people are like, you don't do shadow work on being psychic. I'm like, well, why else do you think we're working? Like, wh- why did we work together? Because you're scared of something. Like we have yeah. to overcome that barrier. Like we're manifesting. Shadow work allows you to manifest because you're removing the subconscious block, right? And mm. then once you can manifest the fact that you're psychic, which is actually just accepting the fact that you are not that you're learning or you're becoming, you're just remembering what is within you, right? Then you just are. Yeah. And that's a really good call out because I think a lot of the shadow work I did during this period of time was around those blocks to connect to myself and mm. to connect to my ability ability to connect to my own intuition but in saying that everyone can connect to their own intuition it's just how much people trust their intuition which is where the shadow work comes in because then there's a trust that they need to break down yeah that's so true how you just worded that last part that just hit me in the soul like so many people are scared of their own power of being intuitive and I and like I just I love when like spirit brings the same thing through so many times in a day I was just chatting to someone and they were like, I just like, don't know if I can actually do this, but I actually already connect to spirit, but I can't do it. And I'm like, but you are doing it. Like you are, you are inheritively intuitive. If you like go like, oh, I shouldn't cross the road right now. Hello, psychic queen. Like this is you. Like it isn't anything big. It's actually something really quiet. It's like, you know, when you get a paper cut and it hurts, and you're like, oh, I just noticed it for like two minutes and then you kind of forget about it. I don't know if that really happens to anyone else. But th- that's what intuition is like. It happens for two minutes and then it's probably going to go away unless you're going to constantly activate your intuition. You are not going to be intuitive always. Exactly. And I think intuitive to so many different people means so many different things. But I, I believe that people don't realize that they're an intuitive because they look at people, say, on Instagram or somewhere on social media who doesn't, who may find it a lot easier to connect to intuition or get messages as someone else who's still learning or only uncovering their skills can actually do it just as well. It's just they don't accept that they can do it that well. So yeah, and I think the biggest thing is like 
those people sat in classrooms or they found another medium more intuitive to learn off or their parents were intuitive so they taught them, right? Yeah. So, like, everyone has this misconception that it's completely natural and I don't have it so I can't do it. Yeah, exactly. So looking back at my time in this course, seven months ago, I I wouldn't have called myself a psychic. Mm because my connection to self back then and reflecting on it was that I could connect. If I was to define it back then, I would say I can connect to my spirit guides, but I don't get very clear messages. As now reflecting on it, I was like, well, the messages that were coming through were clear. I either chose to ignore them or I didn't understand what was happening in my conscious mind. So then I would shut it out. As this seven months has really taught me to um, accept what comes through and also to acknowledge all the signs because they may not be in forms of messages. They could be in feathers or something on the street or just noticing certain words so many times through a day and sometimes when we get messages like we go I didn't get a clear message but the universe like told me to invest like ten thousand dollars in crypto and we're like that's bullshit right this is a weird this is the first thing that came off my head but then we have to like actually that's what shadow work is is like going hey I see the fear but I'm going to trust my intuition yeah and then you might have to wait 12 months to get your return on investment but who knows what that ten thousand dollars will do for you? Do you know what? I, do you know what mm. I mean? Like it's a it's a it's a really shitty example, but it's all I had in that moment. But yeah, a hundred percent. So you could get something tiny, but it's trusting to do mm. that because of the message. Yeah, like the one that I see that's probably the biggest is like go to yoga, and I always say to people like you actually won't get the next guidance until you've completed the first step it's like monopoly like you've got to like you've got to go mm. past you've got to roll the dice you've got to go past go to collect your two hundred dollars each time you get a message and collect your two hundred dollars you'll get a next message yeah like, exactly. what's your next mission and that's a very good call out as well um, the only other thing i want to add to that is that it doesn't have to be in form of um getting a voice come to you and say something like I think that was my biggest learning is messages come in all different forms it's not that someone will come and say something to me or I'll have a dream about something it's trusting that it can come in multiple different ways Mm. so what is the most prevalent way that your guides communicate with you outside of trans channeling because that's us like opening up being like hey bud Mm. you want to like step inside our energy field like what is the way that comes through? Like some people say like a download or a message or that kind of everyday stuff, not when we're actively connecting, which isn't meditation. Yeah, exactly. So on a day-to-day guidance, it would be a lot of signs through feathers or through butterflies. Mm -hmm. So it's always connecting what those signs mean to me, but also feeling. So feelings of what so if we go back to crossing the road example, that strong sense of oh I shouldn't cross the road right now because I cross my home. Um, so my when I'm sorry, when I'm not meditating or connecting through opening up, it is through my senses. 
And when we talk about opening up, which means like expanding the chakras, expanding our auric field, letting spirit connect to our auric field, just, just to be clear. I don't know if yeah. that's like, I haven't really spoken about that on the podcast recently. So I just wanted to, this is a great podcast. I'm really enjoying this. We are covering a lot. So my, my next question, and I've never asked you this, but we learn a lot together. Like we were, we learned multiple different modalities. So what's your favorite type of modality to work with spirit? Yes. Yeah, so it would be a reading. So a card reading, a psychic reading. That would be my favorite because I see the amount of messages come through and being able to then pass them on to someone for them to come up with a plan to act in them. Because as you said before, it's that action step that a lot of people miss after getting a psychic reading or after getting an psychic record reading because that step is how you then embody the messages that are coming through. And again, you won't get the next message until you've acted in that step. Yeah. So what has been some of the messages you've received this year that you had to take action on? Like just as an example. Yeah, sure. So one of them was actually to sign up to this course. So I don't know if you recall, but right at the start, I was so, I would say I was pretty glad about signing up. I was like, oh yeah, I'll just do it because that's what it is. But then one of the biggest things that I have learned through this course is that everything connects you to something. So ultimately, every step that you take is a step taking you further to where you're meant to be. Um, so that was a big one. Another big one was to learn self-worth. So there was people that came into my life that came in for a lesson and it's trusting what that lesson was and then knowing my worth behind that to really have that true acceptance and love of self. That was a big thing also with being seen on the on this journey on my Instagram page was not looking anymore for outside validation because ultimately all the validation you need comes from within. What would you want their own self-worth or their own self-acceptance? Like what has been the biggest thing that you've understood on that journey that could help someone else? Yeah, absolutely. And everyone has their own journey, but the biggest learning that I have taken away from it is that trust with self. And knowing that no matter what you do, you're going to be safe. But ultimately, you are your own happiness. So stop looking external for someone else to make you happy and do a small thing each day to make yourself happy. Wow. If the whole world listened to that, right? Think about how much happier the whole world would be. Yeah, exactly. And this morning I put on my Instagram page a quote that really resonated to me and I said to myself when I read it I was like that is exactly what my younger self needed to hear and it's if you stopped worrying about looking for other people to love you and you love yourself instead Mm -hmm. something about that and it's so true because ultimately for a lot of my life I looked for other people for my own validation and I thought that if someone would be my friend or if someone would love me then it would make me a better person flip it around you make your own self a better person for other people 
to like you as a friend or to be a partner. This is so beautiful and so insightful. And I think it's something that so many people don't think about, right? Exactly. And what, like, compared to who you are right this moment, what has been the best thing that you've kind of done for yourself to become your own best friend? Make yourself happy as well. Yeah, to take time for myself. So stop causing myself to be busy to allow myself to sit by myself because ultimately that's quite scary if you're not used to it because, again, thoughts and the way that you talk to yourself can be quite damaging. Mm -hmm. So it's been doing the shadow work around those thoughts or around the self-talk to then be able to take time for yourself. So... I go down to the beach and I'll just sit there and meditate or I'll go to um, a sauna or a float. Things like that where you really are alone for a period of time to connect to yourself. And I, th- and I see the correlation so often. Like, are you actually scared of yourself? And are you actually scared of your like superpower of being intuitive? And generally if one is yes, the other is yes, right? Yeah, exactly. And I- And that's just such a beautiful awareness for this community. So I want to thank you so much for your vulnerability because like right now, this podcast is probably the most enlightening on what it's actually like to be psychic that we've, I've probably ever done. So um, I would love to ask you, what is your biggest tip for those who want to accept their intuition? Yeah. So it coming down to your own value of yourself. So if there's something that you're not accepting within yourself, it's the shadow work as to why you're not accepting it. And I'm quite big on the shadow work because ultimately that's where your blocks are for acceptance. So, for example, with me, prime example, this period of time that I worked with you, Gabrielle, I was really scared to connect to my intuition, but not necessarily for myself. It was to connect my intuition to show others and to be of a healer for others because of the um the thoughts of oh what would people think of me or what would society say and then I brought it back to well ultimately people are always going to accept you or not accept you it comes down to how you accept yourself and then the people who will be accepting of you or who will support you on this are the ones that are actually there for you yeah, I think it all comes down to really working through what the blocks are to, for you to connect or what you're most scared of in either what you're going to receive or where you're going to go next. But if you surrender and allow that to happen, there's nothing to be worried about because ultimately connecting to spirit isn't going to hurt you. I love that spirit. Spirit never hurts you unless you have a soul contract, right? With a spirit who's meant to teach you to become a medium. And they're not going to hurt you. They're just going to like hang out with you for a little bit, which is my story. Like I have never heard of anything bad happening. There is a lot of people who live in the, and choose to have the fear mentality in regards to spirituality because fear is human, right? Yeah. 
what do you kind of, do you have any beliefs on that that feel like really, that really resonate with you that might go against my own, but I would love to know. So on that, I would say that everyone has a soul contract to learn something. And if you don't learn the lessons, you're going to keep repeating that until you get to the lesson that you were meant to learn. So I think it's also having that lens on things about, well, if I am connecting to spirit and they are showing me this, what am I to take away from it to learn, to take, to be a better person or to move along on this path? So I think the other part of that is taking out the fear of, oh, they're trying to hurt me, to going, well, they're actually trying to teach you something. And then what is it that you need to learn? Because once you learn that, then that soul contract has been done and it will then go away. I think that is such a powerful reframe that so many people need to hear because there is so much fear in this spiritual community. Like mm-hmm. I hear it all the time. Like I get my DMs are constantly flooded with like, I want to be intuitive, but I'm scared. <laughs> like, and mm-hmm. if you choose to stay in the fear state, if you choose to be in the fear vibration, like I, I speak a lot about the vibrational scale, right? If we choose to be right down the very bottom, we're only going to keep bringing that in. Like we're going to just keep living out those really low level energies. And it's not until you choose to walk down a different path or something else happen. Yeah, exactly. And if you are fearful of that, what is it that's making you most scared or what are you fearing the most? Or do you just believe that bad things happen to good people? Like, sometimes people just have the belief system that shit happens like I have like my my biggest belief system personally and something that runs inside of my head all the time is well if I'm in the middle of a situation that doesn't feel so great well it's clearly not the end because there isn't problems there's only solutions exactly and that's that there is like actual self-love talk Like so many people think that I just affirmate myself constantly, but it's actually, that's the aspect of self-love. And on affirmations, I wouldn't do affirmations as a daily task, like a daily habit for me. It's just reframing the thoughts that I have. And that's where my self-love comes from. Yeah. Reframes are such a powerful thing. Like someone can go like, I don't know if I'll have enough money. Let me just work out if I have enough. And if I don't, Let's do it next month. Exactly. They're two very different vibrational stands. I'm in control. I'm controlled by the universe. Mm. Like, And I think money also, people have a very lax mindset around things like that because they're like, oh, I don't have enough and I need to make more. When you change your vibration to be, I have exactly what I need. And then it's also your example oh maybe I'll do that next month or like just accepting of where you are with that as Mm. well and acceptance is actually really high on the vibrational scale like it's it's more than halfway up Mm. if we just accept of what is and we can like go and let God move in between us and the current situation you never know what you can manifest in between exactly and I think the other big like the other learning that took me a while to understand was where you are is exactly where you need to be. So Amen. It, again, to your example, if you're right in the middle of it and you haven't been, like you haven't really finished that yet and there's still more to work through to get to the end, 
but right at this point in time, that middle bit is where you need to be to learn the lessons or accept what is to be able to move forward. Yeah. And I think you have a very positive mindset. And this is why I love talking to you so much. And I think these are conversations that most people need to listen to on a daily basis because mm-hmm. when we are in the absolute shit and thick of it, when we're in the middle of that that place that's like, okay, well, I don't quite see a way out right now. And don't get us wrong. Like I know I have those moments probably every month. I'm like, I'm not quite sure how I'm going to get out of this one. But yeah. I know... I know the universe will step in. I know that manifestation happens and it's natural. Um, Like a way will always happen. Like right now I'm in like a huge pivot in my life. I'm like, I'm quite not sure where January is going to put me. And we're on the 28th of December. Like, like, and that's okay because the universe has my back. And if you reframe like if you actually write down what you say to yourself every day for one day of your life and you highlight all the negative things and highlight all the positive things you've just understood how you can talk to yourself every day because we are just habitual people like exactly yeah that's a very good call because everything that you say to yourself you repeat to yourself day in day out and then that to a belief system Mm. one thing I do want to add on that and I think looking back at where I was it would be really handy for previous me to see is that everyone goes through something and this spiritual community isn't all about being high vibes all the time and being able to connect and get messages and share your journey every step of the way because there will be times where you are in the depths of it And ultimately, as a human being, you just need to work on yourself to get yourself out of that to then be able to help others. I think that was a big lesson for myself within the last couple of months because as I moved through things, I didn't have capacity to help others. I could only work on being a better version of myself. And I think like when we kind of look at it from the mind, body, spirit aspect to hold three things in balance all at one time, that's a lot. Like sometimes I just turn off my spiritual self. I know maybe like you guys don't know it, but it, what might appear to be a turn, turn completely off the dial to me might be like a turn the tiniest bit to you. Like everything's comparable, right? Mm, Like everyone has a winter season. Like for everything, the mind, body, the spirit, how we communicate with others, like everything has to go in flux with some season, whether it be matching the outside season or matching the inside season. Like we can't do everything always. We all have to hibernate sometime. Exactly. And I think that's a very big misconception with some people who are starting to connect with their intuition. It needs to be done all the time and continue to be done regularly like on a daily basis that sometimes it is okay to not do it for a period and I think the thing that you said before which is like if I just did one thing today for myself like that there is like keeping your vibration high at the end of the day mm-hmm. like to be spiritual be connected with your guides like we have to work on raising our vibration which is also raising our manifest an attraction value right like it's like telling the universe like hey I'm here I'm ready to go like when my guides are ready show me the door like how do I do this thing like 
it's also all in one. Like when we choose to just constantly look after ourselves, it's so easy to be intuitive. But when we fall off the bandwagon, like, I don't know if you guys do this, but like I fell off the bandwagon about going to the gym like six months ago and I'm still struggling to get back on it. Like, yeah. like it's just a bandwagon. Sometimes it's not on. Exactly. And it's also then not putting yourself down because you're not on the bandwagon. Yeah. It's allowing yourself to take a step back at that period of time and know that if you do a step each day towards getting back on the bandwagon, you will eventually get back. Yeah. And sometimes like think about like when you weren't doing something perfectly, think about all the other areas of your life that improved because we can't hold every cup. We've only got two hands. Exactly. And that's probably another thing that I have taken out of this last seven months is perfect isn't actually perfect. Mm-hmm. So, like for me, it's just accepting where I am to accepting that that's perfect for me. Yeah. It doesn't need to be at the standard of society's perfection. Yeah. And I guess we're always like society is always trying to compare itself to the next person next to us. Like, who would you be if you weren't connecting or comparing yourself to someone else? Who would you actually be if there was no rules, no regulations? Ask yourself this, figure it out. What do you actually want? Then just go after it because I know that's what you do and I do. Like we are both going after what we want at different stages, at different places of our life. And we know exactly. how to just tackle the fear that comes up. Yeah, absolutely. And ultimately, the only person you should be comparing yourself against is the person that you were yesterday or the day before that or the day before that. So as long as you're doing one step better or one step at a time. I love that. We need to all stop being so hard on ourselves and give ourselves a break. And I think the one thing I've witnessed with you is you're slowing yeah. down. Like you, you actually can't be intuitive and be like busy because like busy is low vibration or busy is like, I don't have enough time to do this. Or that's fear, right? That's like ran down the bottom of that vibrational scale. So what you've done essentially by like slowing down is speeding up your vibration, which is like everything just happens to me and it comes to me and I draw it in. I'm not worried that it's coming. Exactly. So it's just like shifting how you run your life gets to also dictate how intuitive you are. Hmm. Yeah. Is there anything that you feel like you wish you knew you were going to like understand on this journey earlier so we could inform the podcast about that? Um, I think a few, like if we take me back to when I first signed up to this, mm. I think the biggest lesson I would have liked to know at that point in time is it is okay to not it is okay to let things happen as they um and allow them to work out how they work out and not try to control things to work out how I my ideal self would want them to be. Mm. So I think within the last seven months I came into this going, this is what I want to get out of it, this is what I want everything to look like and I want it to be A, B, C. But in that time, I've gone, actually, I can't put that pressure on this because then I'm also putting a limit on what I can do. 
Yeah. And by letting go of the pressure, I can now go, I've done so much more than I would have ever thought I could back at the start of me. Yeah. Alleviating that pressure. And I think this is such a perfect time for this episode to come out, which will be the first episode of next year, because everyone has all of these goals, right? Everyone's like, I've got to get this done and this is like my goal and I want to do this and I want to go to the gym and I want to like become intuitive and I want to do this and I want to get this goal. And we're like, whoa, like just if you just focus on making yourself happy, raise your vibration, you'll become intuitive. You'll feel happy. Everything will be drawn to you. It's all going to work out instead of like when we do put that pressure on ourselves, that's also known as fear. Like I think I need to be here. If I'm not here, I'm not good enough, right? Exactly. So yeah thank you so much for sharing that I know that was so vulnerable and raw and I really like just appreciate like I appreciate this candle with you because truly like you are such an essence to my soul and I want to tell you the story I don't think I've ever told you this when you signed up with me because I was already into the program I was like oh my gosh will you get everything you want out of it like will this really work and I was like talking to my guides and I was like is this like is this like is this the guide like is is this gonna work guides like like what are we doing and like I had that internal freak out and I was like whoa am I marrying you are we marrying each other why am I freaking out just because it's a few less months like you had the ability to quantum leap and you essentially did that so fast and to witness that journey within you is like such a space of like if you can actually do the shadow work like you can freaking do anything Exactly. And that's what it comes down to, right, is that you need to be in control of where you want to go and how you want to feel. And a lot of it comes down to if you're not happy with something, change it from within and do the shadow work on why you're not happy with it because it will be linked to something that happened earlier on in your life where you weren't happy about that point in time. And it's accepting that to then be able to accept where you are next. Mm. Or sometimes we're given belief systems by our parents mm-hmm. or teachers or friends. Sometimes like it's not ours and we just have the awareness. Um, and awareness is like when you just have that aha download moment of like, oh, wow, that's not mine. Exactly. So sometimes it's not our own stuff. We just borrowed it. And like spiritual enlightenment, and still can't say that word if you've been listening to this podcast for three years. Thank you so much for listening to me struggle throughout this whole year like is just about becoming yourself. Like it's not like about escaping off into the like 5D, right? It's like being human, being here, being grounded, like enjoying the human experience. Why would we as a celestial being plan ourselves here to escape here? Exactly. It just makes no sense. So I want to thank you so much for journeying with me on this week's episode. Thank you. It's been fun. It has been. And I think the audience will get so much out of this in understanding how we definitely see what intuition is because I know we have such similar beliefs, which is really beautiful. Yeah, thank you. All right, guys. Well, stay tuned for a few things and I will catch you in next week's episode. Hey, Tribe. I just want to connect you with Ange. So after hearing this amazing podcast, if you are looking to get a reading or a healing off and you can just jump to her Instagram, which has all her links and everything that you need to connect with her. It's also called Connecting with Ange. And her link is also in the show notes. But 
Before I run off from this week's episode, I just want to tell you what's currently happening in my realm. So the first thing that's really happening this year is our cleanse and activation on the full moon, which is the 6th of January Australian time. So that will be for the full moon in Cancer. It will be a little bit early done for us here, but it is when my soul feels really called. So if you're wanting to start to work with the moon cycles, um, come in and join my activations. You'll find the link in the show notes below. The other thing that's really exciting and happening in January is my conscious shadow work course. So if you have been a follower of mine, you know how much I talk about shadow work. You know the power of shadow work. You understand how it shifted my life and how it can shift yours too. So I will be running a course that starts and it's six weeks long and it's going through what is shadow work? What is projections? How can you make sure that you're staying in your own lane? And how can we dive back through the subconscious so we can start to live a life that feels in alignment to you? So that is kicking off on January 24th, which I'm so excited about. And other than that, enrollment is still open for my soul healer course that Ange has just been in. So if you are looking to become a soul healer, come and hang out with us. We are starting in February. So I hope this episode treated you well and I can't wait to see you next week. So until then, stay intuitive and I'll catch you soon.